was it in or a certain person was it in I'm just like I yeah. gotta take it hour by hour I gotta take it hour by hour uh, to get through this day you know like, the banter's not there the energy's not there it's like oh man annoying isn't it yeah it's brutal man but it is what it is you gotta you gotta adapt didn't you you gotta survive yeah adapt you get me fam crazy yeah that's hilarious man yeah it is, it is literally like a day by day hour by hour kind of thing do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Them calculations. Trust me. Mathematicians. <laughs> Workplace mathematicians. Trust. I've just got to do 10 minutes, six times, yeah, yeah, four yeah. times, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I've got a break. <laughs> Bro, the clock watching is mad. <laughs> it's mad. The clock watching is fucking mad, and it doesn't go nowhere. The time's going nowhere. <laughs> Like it was, it's 11.05, it's just 11 o'clock, like an hour. <laughs> oh, man. And the one thing is, though, like you get your most work done. I'm sure that like, people, like powers that be, can see you get your most work done on those days as well. The productivity is nuts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They got to schedule the rotor that way. <laughs> but yeah, man, talking of productivity, we're here. Call Center Podcast, episode 18. Myself, Liam. A.K.A. Lee from Duolingo. J'aime jouer wow. avec l'ordinateur. Oh my gosh. A.K.A. The Broke Baller. If I stay broke, I'm never going to bore. Yes. I've got the GQ Man of the Year with me. Not GH. Bitcoin Brims. Still by the dip. Mr. 17.5. Rum. A.K.A. Brimmer. What's going on, bro? I die. I'm good. I'm in the building. Was a bit frustrated yesterday. Uh, I think about six o'clock in the morning, I heard boom, boom, boom. Woke me up. Uh, got in my pajamas. Opened the door. Half awake. Get a uh, knock from the council saying, uh, "You Brimmer? I go, yeah. They tell me. Um, <clears throat> apparently, I've been fly tipping. I was like, "What are these allegations based on?" Oh, come on, mate. We know you love them dirty jobs. You just got to do it. So here I am. Here I am. <laughs> Hopefully they are drop all charges, isn't it? But I'm not fly tipping, even though I love the dirty jobs, guys, isn't it? Yeah, oh, my so. gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The only crime committed in that scenario was wearing pyjamas in the middle of June, mate. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And obviously, to complete the front three, he has a first name. And a last name, YouTube, tick, Instagram, tick, the man, the myth, Kai Gallagher. What's going on, bro? What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure to be here. You know, some people like doing dirty jobs. That's not me. I keep it clean, you know what I'm saying? But it's not here, not there. 
It's Kai Galligan, a.k.a. Kaiwe, a.k.a. El Kilo. Just depends on the location. Jesus Christ, we're doing too much Duolingo out here, man. Honestly. <laughs> um, first of all, savvy listeners, um, you may have realised um, that I didn't call Brimmer um, GB, Genius Brims, because I was saving it for this part of the, of the segment rather than the intro. I want to give a public apology from myself. On the last episode, I said that Spanish was the most spoken language in the world. GB, okay. Genius Brims, so intelligent, it's stupid. Yeah, was yeah. correct. Give it's, me my accolades. Give me my accolades now. It's Mandarin um, mm-hmm. by quite a long distance. Um, wow. Second is Spanish and third is English. Yeah. Um, so big up. Um, and on top of that as well, um, following on from like last week's podcast, um, obviously us three are very London-centric guys. We're all from London. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we were talking about England last week and there were, in my opinion, difficulties in kind of getting certain things across, like factually and stuff, um, because obviously we're very London-focused people. Yeah. Um, so just wanted to make listeners aware of that, especially listeners that are from outside of the city. But we've got a treat for you guys. Um, we're now going to talk about our city for another hour or so. So here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's only right. I mean, like, kind of hone in on our expertise and hone in on the actual stuff that we do know what we're speaking about. Um, yeah. Factually, you know, we've all lived within this great city um, for the completion of our lives, essentially. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I kind of wanted to like throw out um, to the crowd, and I'll start with you, Kai. Um, you had a lot to say about London last week, and it was such a, it was so appreciated. Um, but yeah, from a summary perspective, what do you enjoy about this great city? Um, yeah, I mean, being born in London, raised in London, I've lived here my whole life. I love it. And there's a lot of great things about London. Um, I just love, it's difficult because we, we touched on it last, last week where we said it it doesn't have necessarily a culture. Um, but there is a London, I don't know, like a London spirit, like a positive one. Um, there's also negatives to it, but I don't know. There's just something about it. Um, and you're in the world, especially on holidays or whatever. If you see someone from London, it's it's on, isn't it? Yeah. You lot are mates. I don't know what it would be like if I was from some random city in some random country. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pick out a random city in a random country, and I went on holiday. Like, it's the vibe. Like, is it the same? I just, I just don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's not recognizable. Um. So I just love everything about London. It's got so much to it. Um, people travel all over the world. They travel hours, mm-hmm. multiple flights, stop-offs, 
Jeez. to come to this city, you know? Yeah. You know, to look at a big clock. You know, to look at a big fancy wheel. So the fact that I'm from here, I think it's quite easy. You know, if you're a Londoner, it's quite easy to take it for granted. Yeah. It's kind of like any city, you know, imagine he was born in New York or LA or, you know, any of those big cities Mm -hmm. across the world. When you're born there, you take it for granted. You don't really see it for what it really is. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and I think it's easier for people that are living outside, even just outside London. When I speak to people who maybe live outside of London or even just on the edge, on the outskirts when they talk about london like they saying like i'm going up london i'm going up london yeah, yeah, yeah. like they live I, like to me they live in london they're like yeah. just on the like they live in like greater london of whatever you yeah. want to call it like, maybe near kent or whatever and they're like oh i'm going up london this weekend you know like they fucking gas like a whole day or weekend <laughs> yeah they're like and i'm just kind of looking at them like like you slightly live in london no what's going on like yeah like but then again, I remember like, no, this city is great. It's yeah. got entertainment every every corner. Yeah. There's all different types of areas, you know, in north, south, east, west. There's entertainment. Yeah. There's in any kind of way, whether it's clubs, whether it's museums, you know, some of the biggest, most famous like museums, theaters, landmarks. Mm-hmm. There's so much to see. There's so much to do. It doesn't matter. You could live in like the most random area in London. There's stuff going on. Yeah. There's things going on. There's stuff popping off. And I think, I think it's amazing. And like, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a big city. So it doesn't take that long for you to get from North to South to East to West. Like you can explore it quite quickly. And it's funny that like me being in London, like my whole life, there's, I've been predominantly in central, south, and west London. Mm-hmm. East London, I've dabbled a little bit, uh, not too deep into east. North London, bruv, I if you drop me in North London, I'll be lost. I ain't got a clue, honestly. <laughs> I'm I'm never there. So saying that, there's still more for me to explore. Um, but yeah, there's just there's just so much to do in it. I just I think it's just, it's one of the most popular biggest attractions in the whole of the whole world and it's so condensed so many people like I feel like we've got more people in our city than we have in like living in other countries I don't know if someone can check the stats um GB I don't know if you've got the facilities mate but <laughs> you know what I mean like there's it's yeah. so many people packed into a, such a small space and you've yeah. got such a multicultural vibe as well that's what i love yeah you know what i mean it's it's not just the same person like the same people everywhere you could be any area you're going to see different types of people yeah um, and that's what i like yeah thanks yeah i like that a lot um yeah you touched on some really key points about that the landmarks and like the fact yeah. that people flock from all over the world in which to come and see um yeah this great city um brimmer yeah. What about you? What do you enjoy about London? Um, a lot. Um, on your point just there, Kai, um, according to uh, Google, um, London's Gee got beef. a population of, well, as of 2019, um, 8.982 million, 
Okay, I was, I, I was thinking about eight, yeah. Yeah, and they compare it to New York, which is 8.4. And then they compare it to a country, which you just tried to do in Scotland. Mm-hmm. It's got 5.45 million. So kind of like... Yeah, so, yeah. so more, there's more people living in London than there are in the whole of Scotland. That's crazy when you think about it, isn't it? That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I mean. It's so condensed and you've got such a mixture of people as well. Yeah, absolutely. You just meet just like so many different types of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, for me, um, as a Londoner, um, firstly, I would like to say like you have Tyson Fury calling himself the Gypsy King, etc. I think mm-hmm. I would take that title from him because... I've oh, lived wow. in so many places in London, mainly predominantly South London. Mm. Um, Sutton, I've lived in Deptford, I've lived in Lewisham, Croydon, uh, Greenwich, Camberwell, Old Kent Road, Bermondsey. Like, I've lived predominantly in South London. Um, but one thing I do say that I like about London is the accessibility of everything. Um, obviously, depending on where in London you are, the majority of places are an hour or 45 minutes away from most of the destinations you want to get to. And um, in terms of accessibility, I like the uh, like night services if you're a public transport person. Yeah. Trains and buses. Um, and I have the uh, experience to kind of compare that when I lived outside of London during my university days of living in like a, another city, Bradford, um, which is quite different after certain hours. It's like most things are kind of locked off for his in London, most things are just kind of starting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Time. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was it was crazy experience um, adapting from a big city like London to then living in Bradford. I definitely saw the difference. And the things like when you're like doing food shopping, um, you can, I don't know, get a bus or you can walk to most places that you shop to get your food. But in like cities like Bradford, the like shopping centres or the big Asda's or Tesco's is located on one part of the city. So which is quite annoying when you have to wait for things like buses if you're not driving or probably have to pay for a taxi. Whereas I guess most places in London, they've got a big Tesco, a big Asda, a big Lidl, uh, whatever is your grocery store um, quite around you. And they even have like these local Tesco expresses and all of these things. So it was definitely convenient living in London, which is one big thing uh, that I like about living in London. Even on the thing uh, when I used to live in uh, Bradford, we used to go to um, Leeds, which is like the next major city compared to Bradford. And like, I didn't go raving like a lot, but when I did go raving, it was a bit of an inconvenience because I'm talking about pre Uber days and pre boat days. Mm. So, like, the party will finish at like, I don't know, three or four o'clock. And because the trains have basically stopped running and the night buses are like non existent. Um, in Leeds I don't know if it's the same thing now I'm talking about 10 11 years back but what we'd have to kind of do is chill in like the McDonald's which is like 24 hours or open till late wait in the McDonald's which is quite close to the train station and then when the services resume again we kind of just get the train back to Bradford or wherever you live if you live in the area next to Bradford whereas in London you don't really have that worry you can get the N1 and the crazy, yeah, yeah. The, the, the bus, the bus, the, the uh, night services, they always end up in some random place or they stop off at so many different places, which is might not be right outside your house, but then it might be walking distance away from your house where, where they stop off. Obviously, we've got Bolt and Uber in it nowadays as well. I'm just talking from a, 
like a night bus perspective, it's very convenient no matter, I guess, where you are in London, there'd be a night service around you if you don't yeah. want to get an Uber. Um, Kai briefly touched on it um, a bit earlier on, and we kind of touched on it on the last episode, but in terms of like the diversity, London obviously is a multicultural city. Um, you can pick up so many different cultures and everyone learns a bit about each other. So I might take some culture from this set of people and they might take some of my native culture and everyone kind of shares cultures, um, which is beautiful. Um, I guess in certain parts of London, it might not be as diverse as another region, but when you compare it to like um, the average in terms of England or the UK as a whole, it's definitely more diverse on that level. So yeah, I'd have to say the diversity, the convenience, um, and I guess the location, you're not too far away from anything um, in London and it's mainly convenient living. Yeah, that's sick. Um, I 100% agree with both of you on the whole multicultural thing. Um, the diversity, the ability to meet so many different people. Um, yeah. What Kai was saying as well about like the density of the population in regards to like the actual area in which people live as well, like the actual space. Um, it is a very densely populated um, city. Not the most, not the most, but it is very, very dense. But it's a good thing in a sense because there's always like this feeling of like hustle and bustle. Yeah. Um, and it's weird as well because I always feel like London has many different sort of like phases because I was going to come on here and say like, oh, my favourite part of London is the morning. I just love like London mornings where like things are happening, people are moving, shops are opening, yeah, the cars are on the roads etc etc like but then london nights are amazing as well because things are always open there's stuff to do you know like you know pandemic permitting like there's bars open clubs open pubs open yeah people are falling out pubs and bars on tuesday evenings and stuff like that like it's just (laughs) yeah it just doesn't it just doesn't rest do you know what i'm saying and like that's right. The fact that like they kind of put on from like Thursday evenings onwards, like the main tube lines have like a complete night service and stuff like that, it just makes things so much more like accessible. Yeah. Um, so that melting pot of culture is amazing. Like, yeah. like you can go to like somewhere in North London and like just be hit with just like rows of like Turkish restaurants and yeah. Turkish shops, and the whole community's there. Yeah. But the Portuguese community, which I was talking about last week, like in Stockwell and stuff. Yeah. You know, you've got like diasporas of like Irish communities and Australian communities and places like Fulham and things like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. there's so many different like facets to this city. Um, yeah. It's, it is amazing. And I think that then kind of comes across in like the, um, the creativity. So, yeah. you know, you've got obviously like fashion, the way people dress or like music, the music that people make and whatever. Mm-hmm. In London, you can walk down the street and see people wearing the craziest things, and they're not—they're not really being judged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're not being like. No, yeah, it's just. There's so much individualism as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's quite hard to be like that, I guess, because you kind of got like yeah, little pockets of groups, like I was just saying. But then I think it makes you want to fight more to be like, okay, I'm going to be this person that wears the most outlandish thing, and I'm just going to walk <laughs> yeah, out yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool. I think there's like less judgment in a place as open as London, which is great. Yeah. One thing I do kind of want to touch on before I pass over as well. One thing I really enjoy about London, yeah. um, irrespective of like other little towns and communities around, is the access to parks. Um, oh, 
I think London's royal parks are some of the best in, in comparison to mega cities. Obviously, there's so many different like cities and towns that are literally made up of greenery. And I understand that. And they have like cows and sheep and fields and stuff. But for an actual mega city that has like so much quote unquote pollution, so much quote unquote whatever, um, I feel like the parks, they've done a really, basically they've done a really good job with the parks. Like you look at Hyde Park, St. James's, Battersea, they're like royal parks. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, the government or, you know, whoever, the monarchy or whatever, done a really, really good job in like maintaining That's these parks and making yeah. them sort of like open for everyone to use and enjoy. Mm. Um, yeah, so that would be my kind of final thing on that. Mm. Um, is there anything else you kind of want to touch on, Brimmer, with regards to like what you enjoy? Yeah, I mean, when you, well, the park, the, the park side of things, um, even though I would say like, I'm a Londoner, et cetera, et cetera, I'm finding about new green open spaces um, on, a, on a regular basis that I've probably walked past or I might have been, uh, you know, quite close, but not in the park. And I'm walking around thinking, wow, this has been here for X amount of years and I haven't even discovered it. Sort of what yeah. Kyle was saying about discovering uh, new places. I think um, about two or three weeks ago, went to visit a friend down in Highbury. And um, I guess mainly I'm a uh, person that kind of sticks in South London. I got to North London. And it was beautiful to have a nice park. And I'm just like, wow, it's amazing, isn't it? But I guess maybe that I've only noticed that more as I've grown a bit older and kind of like appreciate like open spaces, parks and nature uh, spots. Mm. Whereas before I might have, that's, might, might have not tickled my fancy. So yeah, definitely discovering more and more um, of London. Yeah, no, I love that. The next station is Victoria. Doors will open on the right-hand side. Moving on from, like, such positive stuff, I guess we'll kind of, like, tackle this now as well. Um, Kai, is there anything that you can say you dislike about the city or something that you don't find as if works for you, essentially? I think London, it, it has, a, like, a rat race mentality and vibe about it that's what i don't like about london it's very much a rat race city yeah you know it's like get up go go to work make money that's all that matters yeah you know living to make money working hard barely playing like struggling whatever um and i don't enjoy that i don't i don't like the rat race yeah and i think like me and you liam we've had conversations about the rat race and like years ago we kind of had a conversation and we was just like yeah like fuck the rat race <laughs> yeah 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 Thanks. um even though we might be in london mm-hmm. where that is the vibe mm-hmm. yeah you don't have to subscribe to it mm-hmm. and you might even be in it. You know, you might, you, you know, you think of a rat race, you think of like rats on a tube, you know, you've ever seen them images of like fully grown rats on a tube. Yeah. 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 You know, that's kind of how it's like, that's the image for it. Um, and even though you might be going to your job, you, you know, you might go into a nine to five, you might be getting up early. You might be earning um, however much. Um, but just because of that, just because you're in London and you're, you're going through that doesn't mean you have to subscribe to that kind of mentality. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's one thing that I've, I don't, I don't like about London, yeah. but then at the same time, even though it's part of London, it, like I said, you don't have to subscribe to it. You don't have to uh, join in, in the rat race. It's, it's up to you. It's up to your mentality, how you see the world and you've got choices. Facts. Um, yeah. So th- that's the main thing that I, I don't like, you know, it comes with that whole um, kind of negative, you could call it head down. Let's not look at each other. Yeah. Miserable kind of like, let's just get to work um, and earn money so we can just survive kind of, you know what I mean? That kind of mentality. Yeah. Cause we need to get more and more, more and more money. Whereas like I've, as I've got older, I've realized there's a lot, there's a lot of things in life that make you happy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I just, I, I couldn't be caught up in that same kind of mentality that yeah. a lot of people, I guess, in London do fall into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you just got to kind of live your own path and it's not a race in it. I'm not trying to run. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm walking. Mm-hmm at my own pace, doing my own thing. Um, I think it's easy to get caught up into that whole, that whole um, rat race mentality and getting money and this and that. And London's quite a big and lavish place, I guess. Yeah. Um, So all those social kind of pressures that come with that, you could easily fall into, I think in London, maybe more so than other cities. You know, like, oh, you've got to have the nice, big, fancy house. Where's your mortgage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's your fancy car? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? All that shit. Yeah. Where's your fancy job? Where is it? Where's your fancy little wife? Where's your fancy little kids? Where are they? I feel like that's, that's, that pressure is, I feel like it's higher in a city like London. Yeah. A lot more showy. Um, you know, so yeah, I think that's the main thing that I don't like about London. But again, it's 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 all in the head. It's all mentality, yeah. and you can totally switch off from that and just do your own thing at your yeah. own pace, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as much as I'm, it's a negative for me. It's not something that I would say necessarily affects me. Yeah, as I've you know grown. Yeah, I, I hear that. It's very it can be very robotic, especially when we work in Newton as well, because it mm. is literally that image of just like a bunch of androids on a on a tube, a bunch yeah. of androids in a metal can, like just moving from one area to the other. And how many people do you see on the same commute as you every single day? Like you basically yeah. you, you probably see certain people on your commute more than you see your own like family <laughs> it's members. True. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. Yeah. And you don't speak to each other because you're wired to work you're wired to look down at your phones and your, you know, the operating systems, whatever you're using. Yeah. yeah. So you're not even like even thinking to like even make contact with that person. And then that, that person like comes off the same metal can as you, they walk yeah. that way. You walk this way. They go to their office, another pod. You go to yeah. your, you go to your pod. Yeah. You stay there for eight hours. You get out of your pod. You then get back in the metal can and go again. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't even really question it. You just do it and do it and do it. And again, because you need the social, you need to rise the social rankings, essentially. You need yeah. to like pay for this. You need to pay for that. So I definitely, I definitely, definitely can sympathize with that 110%. Um, what about you, Brimmer? Is there anything you dislike about London? 
Yeah, quite a few things. Um, I think Kai touched on like the pressures to kind of have this and have that. One thing I don't like about uh, London is I think most things are inflated. Like uh, you got like rent, house prices, and even like the transport we pay to, I guess, get into work, with the tube, mm-hmm. uh, the buses, etc. Partly due to demands, um, but then I also believe I don't know if I have the facts and figures right here. I think partly due to like speculatory demand. So what I've started to notice is that you might get like rich foreign-based investors who see like like London's property market as a investment asset. So I believe there was a report put out to say like some of these like rich foreign people are literally buying up buildings but not putting anybody in there. And it's just used for speculation. Say, okay, right, in X amount of years, the value of this property will be X amount, which is good for them because investment is investment. But it's strongly capitalistic uh, in terms of like London. It's all about the capitalistic systems. I think which was Kyle saying that get money or make money, etc., can be a bit of a uh, a bit of a downer. Um, like you, you start to notice things like this, and I'm not too sure if you guys have had like days off. Um, what you guys do in your days off but if you watch things like homes under the hammer um it gets highlighted can't say i have bro can't say i have no 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 homes under the hammer about liam but i don't know all right if you watch homes under the hammer yeah start to see the difference in terms of like what you can get in london and then you compare that to like what you can get um like another major city like leeds or manchester i hear you in terms of prices you get like a two-bedroom yard in uh i don't know what was around in brixton for like eight hundred thousand pounds but then in manchester or like a ma- another major city you're seeing a guy pay two hundred thousand pounds for a six bedroom pool in the front pool in the back in jacuzzis all of these kind of things and then i just like it's it, to me as a Londoner, it's frustrating to see value for money wise what i can get in terms of buying or even renting and yeah. um, if you look on things like um spare room or like these kind of um, websites where you can kind of rent property from. If you look at what you can get in London versus the price you're paying, compare that to like another major city mm. um, like Birmingham or Manchester or Leeds, you're getting ripped off. Well, you feel like you're getting ripped off anyways. Um, and some of my uh, university friends I'm still in touch with, where we kind of discuss like properties or how much are you paying in rent. Um, they kind of laugh at me like, because of what they're getting for value for money in terms of right. maybe what I'm getting for value for money. And I guess that's all down to because demand, obviously we're a big city, but then also I do believe there's a strong sense of people demanding it, not to just live there, but because they know that the portfolio will return X amount in certain period of time. It's like an asset, it's like an asset bubble. Um, so that's quite some of the things that piss me on, which piss me off, which kind of leads me, or I don't like, which kind of leads me on to my um, next point is like, um, obviously due to prices and rent and prices in that, uh, ha- sorry, prices in like the uh, housing market, I can see most Londoners or uh, kind of London is getting pushed more and more outside of London and having to live like on the outskirts, like Kai mentioned, um, or altogether like outside of London, completely like Milton Keynes or Kent or deep ethics so um, that's kind of what I don't like about London I feel like some of the people that haven't got to get in the property market that I guess lived or uh, grew up in London they might not ever get a chance to due to the 
the, the asset bubble that we're in now for London prices or London houses. Um, so that, that kind of winds me up a bit. And I feel like in London, you can get caught up in a trap as well. Um, if you're not kind of like a pride, go on that council housing and then maybe go down the route of like right to buy or buy to let, etc. You can get caught up of being a like a lifetime renter. And um, obviously I can't speak for everybody else, but I mean, I, I would I would imagine most people have the aim to not be a renter one day and actually buy a house. You can kind of get like caught in a trap where you have enough money to actually pay the mortgage because the rent you're paying is equivalent or just under, but you can get caught in a trap where you don't eventually actually buy a house because of so many other factors. So um, Kai also touched on a bit, a, a point which kind of is, I don't like about London as well. I feel like some parts of London, not all, mainly central London, is a fight for personal space. And um, you can see this like on the train to work. Um, a lot of people are worried about like crime in London and stuff like that. But for me, the people I'm scared of um, in the mornings is the people wearing the suits, the city workers. They are absolute thugs. Like they have no regards. If they need to get that 855 train, best believe they're barging you or, or what, what they're getting into your space, isn't it? Or they're active ruthless. They need to get that train to make it for their... I don't know, 10 past nine, they are doing whatever it takes, isn't it? And it's that fight for personal space or the seat on the train, which is a bit annoying um, in London. And I yeah, guess good that's lo- maybe... Good luck getting a seat. Yeah, no, this is a myth. It's a myth. As well, sometimes even getting a seat, I see, if I do get a seat, then sometimes I'm sitting down and i got like a guy who's kind of hovering over me, like leaning over me and I'm uncomfortable, man. Like, yo, back up a bit, man. You know what I mean? It's like a fight for space. You know what I mean? So um, that, that kind of winds me up as well. And um, I think I was in, what was I? I was in, um, this is not even proper, like central London, but I was in West Croydon and I was getting a train at the overground, which kind of goes into central. And there was this lady kind of um, that had the pram trying to get on the train. And you know, you've got to wait for the doors to kind of open. Businessman, suit and tie, he had no regard. He just barged in front and kind of just hopped on before in it. So... In the mornings, it's really a battle for time, space. So that kind of really winds me up. And that's left, that's led to me kind of um, whenever I'm looking for a new job, trying to avoid working in central London, even though it might be worth much more money in terms of the, the, the wage that I'll get. I feel like for me, I would not want to be stressed out before I get to work. That makes sense. So I'd rather not maybe work in central London because it is a bit of a hassle when you're working in central London and commuting because yeah by the time you've actually gotten to the office you'll feel like it's been a long day already mate you know what I'm trying to say to you? I think that's a, one of the biggest stresses for most London workers the commute. yeah um, the commute the commute there the commute back yeah and especially absolutely. people that have got to do long journeys to travel in yeah um the time of it and just the experience of it packed like sardines yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is brutal. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I think for, as well for me that when I factor in the fact that you might have to pay a, a travel card, which now goes into zone one, I mean, it's not worth it. So I won't, for now, I wouldn't want to work in like central London, even though the, the wage might be much better than maybe what I'm getting now or the, the, the areas I work in. I feel like 
have a trade-off between the stress and being able to have a nice commute into work versus, okay, right, I'm earning the big bucks in city, but I'm also taking on the, the hassle and the stress of even just getting into work, and mm. let alone when there's cancellations and everyone's got to kind of find another route to get into central myth. So, yeah, those are the things that kind of I dislike about London, especially in the morning, the fight for that personal space, isn't it? Because there's so much demand. Um, yeah. Jesus. It's a whole bunch of trauma, man. Like, <laughs> it's, either go out, it's either go outside and get, like, fist up by a man in suits, yeah. or it's stay indoors and watch Homes Under the Hammer. So... <laughs> I don't know what's worse. What's worse. Um, to sound contrarian, you know what, yeah? I find that um, that whole hustle and bustle kind of feel where everyone's kind of, like, yeah. trying to get onto the tube and stuff, I think there's a slight beauty in it. Um, yeah, I don't I know that. why like you know don't get me wrong like you do feel a bit like especially when you're standing on the platform and like one goes by you can't get on it second one goes mm. by you can't get on it and it's like okay this is a bit annoying now especially when you want to go home that's the thing that's worse when you're like trying to get out of, of the yeah. city but there is uh, once you're on that tube yes it's very very busy and it's very packed and it's hot and etc etc but it's what London is it's like kind of like what it is like if you ever kind of had to describe your city or if someone had a camera and they could take a photo of like London on this particular day, it's just like a random again, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. And you're just like packed onto this like huge tube. And it's like, it's just unthinkable, isn't it? Yeah. So there's something about that. that I quite like, um, you guys touched on everything that I pretty much dislike about London, whether it's like the housing prices, the transport prices. Um, it is a bit steep. Um, and I feel as if they all kind of, it all kind of coincides with what Kai was saying and what you were saying, Brimmer, kind of links together because the more they push prices up and the more they inflate prices, the more we feel as if we have to go for that job or that next opportunity and keep working and working and working our asses off until we're 70-odd because we're chasing the carrot all the time. The carrot keeps on dangling and they're chasing it. And just when you think you're about to grab that carrot, they, they heighten the carrot a bit more. Yeah. You try and grab it again, and they heighten it a bit more. Yeah, yeah. And you got to keep on like trying to progress with inflation and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's all kind of like part of it. I think the salary to living ratio is really off in this particular city. Um, yeah. There's other cities in Europe where it's a lot fairer. Like you either get paid a lot more, and yes, you may pay a bit more in terms of like your your tax or your your rent and stuff. But your standard of yeah. living is like is really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm looking at Amsterdam when I speak like that. I'm looking at Scandinavian um, cities and countries when I speak of that as well. Um, I feel as if the London balance is slightly off. I feel as if yeah. there's a lot of people that are kind of like living below, living like beyond their means, so to speak, yeah. or living below in which a, a good standard of living, so to speak, as well. Um, so that's two things that I 100% agree with you guys with. I mean, the only other thing that I can kind of say... Um, that I dislike about London before moving on would be like, I feel as if the areas now, the old pivotal areas of London that made London what it was, yeah, kind of lack identity now. So in a contradictive way to me saying that I enjoy the multiculturalism and the whole sort of like diversity and stuff, I feel as if like the East End of London where you can get your pie and mash and stuff like that, and you've got like the guys that speak in Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah they're kind of non-existent no more. You've just got a bunch of sort of like 20 to 25-year-old hipsters, I guess yeah. you can call them, just yeah, about. Them, 
yeah, them Cockney guys have all moved to Essex. They've all moved to Essex. Or I Ken. Them out about. Yeah. Yeah, Essex yeah. Ken. I see them out and about when I uh, go down to my, uh, on my way to my missus's house. And they're out there in Essex now, isn't it? I think they've they've been pushed out, barged out of, of East London as well. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's something that I kind of want to touch on uh, soon, actually. But, like, I think yeah, I think that's a bit... That could be a bit, like, an annoying or... Annoying is the wrong word. Maybe a bit sad because, again, someone that's kind of into, like... I'm, I'm kind of into history and I kind of look back on, like, the old London and, like, things that are going, yeah. going on. And the way in which London was either, A, created and then the way in which, like, people were living, like, in the 50s, 60s, like, following yeah. on to the years in which we would have been born there was such a different feel within the city um and you proper felt as if like people that were flying into london proper felt as if they were in london because everyone yeah. had a london accent and stuff like yeah. that i don't want to come across as like some sort of like <laughs> brexit bigot or brexit like some, some racist i'm racist but i feel like that like there's a lack of identity now in a sense because yeah. like of because of so much multiculturalism in a yeah. sense Here's a here's a question um, for both parties, and I'll go again. I'll go Kai because you haven't spoken in a while, mate. Um, besides the area that you live in now, if money wasn't an issue, where in London would you live? That's a good question. First place that comes to my mind is like one of my favourite areas in London, which is Clapham. Okay. I love Clapham. I love it so much. Um, I spent a lot of time in Clapham mm-hmm. across my across my all my years really. Um, more so from like when I was maybe late teens upwards. Um, I just love the area. Mm-hmm. It's I've got so many memories. I think the memories are the main thing in it. Yeah. So many memories from you know me and you, Liam. <laughs> we've had many nights in Clapham. <laughs> many. <laughs> Many many adventures in Clapham, man. It's been good. It's good times. We have my invitation, guys, man. What's going on here? Listen, it's a dirty job. Clapham, <laughs> it's a clean one. Yeah, you you're too to busy. You're too busy <laughs> watching homes under the hammer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> in your hazmat suit, in your domestos. <laughs> anyway, let's keep... <laughs> when you have a day off, let me know, and I'll get you down there, mate. Yeah, no trouble. It's no trouble. But yeah, now nah, Clapham, it's like the nightlife is amazing. Like so many bars, clubs, like sports bars, places to watch football. Yeah. Um, there's restaurants, there's a bit of shopping you can do there. There's 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 loads of that kind of stuff. Um I play a lot of football there, like just like Sunday league stuff. A lot of my matches are in Clapham. It's great. It's like a travel link center as well. A lot of the time, if let's say you're going on a train to some somewhere maybe a bit further out a lot of the time you've got to go through clapham it's like one of those i think it's the busiest station yeah if not in london G- again gb i don't have the you know UK, mental capacity though. that you have but i think it's the uk it's europe so. europe yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. europe clapham junction yeah clapham yeah. junction is the busiest train station in europe mm-hmm. that's amazing and I, I get why it's so busy because it's got links to everywhere. You can get, you can get wherever you need to get to from Clapham. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but just the area itself, like the people that kind of tend to be there, mm-hmm. it's always a good vibe. Um, 
out in the parks and that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Great, just just great times. So if I had to pick, I'd pick I'd pick there. Honestly, I would. Um, probably my favorite area. Just just there's this nostalgia to to it. Um, but you know, in general, like it's it's a brilliant area. Other than that, I'm not too sure. There's some nice areas out there. Some little, um, you know, you could go a little bit more fancy. You go to, like I spent a good amount of time in Chelsea. Yeah, um, Chelsea's nice, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I went to secondary school in Chelsea. Yeah, but like, you know, saying that I went to wow. secondary school, in Chelsea, you'd think, oh, I went to some fancy posh school, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it weren't. <laughs> it weren't that at all. Wow, it's funny. Like most of the kids there we're from like council states we're all from we're all from like council states and big blocks yeah. mm-hmm. none of the kids none none of the kids that i knew were rich okay or had like real any real wealth so it's quite strange mm-hmm. that um to think about when you're a kid you don't think about things like that so much yeah yeah but um yeah it's quite strange to think about but um yeah no it's, it's it's a, it's a nice area. Um, and that's the whole thing about like the multicultural thing again. Mm-hmm. It's like, I went to, I, I went to the primary school next to my secondary school in Chelsea. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which funnily enough, um, Jose Mourinho, he took his kids there cause it's quite a predominantly Portuguese primary school. Right. So I actually seen him on the way to school a couple of times, which was quite cool. Um, <laughs> I should have run him down for the autograph, but I played it cool, innit? Um, but that was a predominantly Portuguese primary school. Right. And then, like, most of the kids that went there were Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the secondary school, which was literally next door. Mm-hmm. And it was a Catholic secondary school. So we were all Catholic. And then when I left school, I went to a college in Hammersmith, William Morris. And that was literally, I'd say, 95% Muslim. Right. And me going to a Catholic primary school and secondary school, and the areas that I kind of was in and the friends that I hung around, I hadn't really ha- I didn't really have any Muslim friends or, mm-hmm. or anything. And then when I went to um, college, mm-hmm. 95% of the people there were Muslim. So it was just like this big kind of like transition. Yeah. Same city, 30 minutes away, but like totally different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then from there, it's like I learned so much about different cultures and everything. And I still got friends from there to this day. So it's crazy, it's crazy man. Yeah. Yeah, London, man. The melting pot. The melting uh, pot. I love it. I love it. Um. Brimmer, same question to you. If money was not an issue, um, where in London would you live? I'm going to have to be a bit difficult and I'm going to have to split that uh, question into two. I'm going to split it into right now and then maybe future. Um, and I'll explain why. I think right now, as a unmarried man, um, like a working man, I think for me, the area that I would love to live in would be actually my old area, which was Old Kent Road. Partly because of the reasons of what Kai mentioned, nostalgia, etc. Okay. But mm-hmm. Old Kent Road has got good transport links to most parts of London. 
Um, <clears throat> you've got elephant. Sell it castle. to me. Sell it to me. Sell it to me. Sell it to me. You got elephant and castle. Yeah, yeah. Which you can get into like Farringdon, etc., etc. From there, okay. you can get into central London. The other way, you can go to New Crossgate, which you can get into Croydon, or you can actually get the A2, uh, which is, a, I guess, a a good, uh, it's, a, it's a transport kind of road, a major road, A road, which you can get into like Kent. So for me, I thought Old Kent Road's got good transport links. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get in and around London quite conveniently. And it's not, it's, although it's South London and it's kind of close to central, it's not quote unquote central London. It's still part of South London. Yeah. And I kind of slept on that as a, you know, like a teenager when I was young, when I, at the age when I moved out of there, because at the time I was sort of, I'm only staying in my area. I'm only staying here. But going back there and then having to make my way to somewhere else, I'm like, wow, this is convenient. London Bridge is, you know, a couple bus stops away uh, from London Bridge. I can get to wherever I want to go to. So, and it's not directly in, it's not like London Bridge itself. It's close to London Bridge. It's close to, not far away from London Victoria, not far away from Elephant Castle, not far away from like other train stations like um, New Cross Gate. Um, and obviously you've got a, a big uh, park, which is Burgess Park, um, off the Old Kent Road as well. So if you're talking about greenery, you can take a nice Burgess, Burgess Park, park yeah. which is a big thing. You know, Burgess Park. I was there a few weeks back. Yeah, Burgess Park is is, is amazing. Right. I remember, yeah, I remember when I was younger, they used to hold a festival in there every summer. And um, the Saturday was sort of like more African Caribbean influence. And then on the okay. Sunday, they had like a Latino sort of. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I don't know what. Well, what was there? Latinas there and that. There was Latinas there and that. There was crazy Latinas there. It was. What's it was that beautiful. on Sundays? Yeah, I think it was on Sundays. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure if it wasn't the same weekend as the uh, carnival, because I remember one, oh, really? once or twice it happened on the Monday, the bank holiday Monday, but okay. predominantly be a Saturday and Sunday. So, yeah, as, as well as that, as well as Burgess Park being around there, uh, I think there's a nice mix of people. You've got the uh, you've got the African people there, Nigerians, Somalians, Ghanaians, etc. Mm. You've got a nice fair mix of what we call quote unquote native English people, so people that I guess they're not like second generation. Because obviously Bermondsey is not far away from that area, so you've got a nice mix. And speaking about what I just said about Burgess Park, sorry, the event on a Sunday with the Latinos, I feel like um, OK Royal, I knew it quite well, but there's always been a South uh, South American influence there, but it hadn't been so productive. It hadn't been like prominent that I couldn't see it. But when I go back there now, it's like a new wave of South Americans that's kind of set up shop there. Okay. Um, Especially to, when you're heading towards like the New Kent Road part of Old Kent Road, there's a big community there um, and a growing community as well. Um, obviously, you've got your Eastern Europeans that have been there for a long time as well. So I think like, well, I feel that the nice mix of people and everyone gets on quite well there is that you don't hear any old oh, this these these bunch of people are having you know problems with these kind of people. Everyone kind of gels there together. So that's one of the reasons why I would, for example, move or if I had if money was a, a problem would move to Old Kent Road. So, um, and obviously, like I said, nostalgia reasons as well. Liam's there laughing his head off, isn't it? It's a beautiful, for me, it's, in my opinion, it's a, I would love to live there if money wasn't the issue or if I had the choice because that's the area I know and I'll feel like 
at this age now I utilize it more than I did when I was a teenager um, mm. or when I was a younger person. And obviously, if you're a working person, you can get into central London, you know, in literally minutes um, if you're working in central London. Whereas one of the points I made earlier on was commuting into central London. That commute won't be so much if it's just a bus away and about four bus stops away. Whereas I guess for, for me, for now, it might be a train and then a bus. And that train might be a half an hour journey. So we just beat the commute. Um, like I said, I split into two. Um, but if I was like in a few years time, if you asked me this question, it would have to be a bit of a different area um, because things like kids come into play when you start thinking about, you know, having kids and getting married. You have to start thinking about that quality of schools like around you, around the area you live in. Uh, the speed and pace of life as well. So I guess uh, Old Kent Road, maybe close to central London, the speed of life might be a bit faster paced than maybe the life that I would want to live when I've got kids and I'm married and I kind of, you know, don't want to live that fast paced life all the time, not want, always on. Um, obviously, crime statistics, factors that determine your car and life insurance. For me, it will probably have to be like a, a Bromley, if I'm going to be fair. And some people argue Bromley is like not London or it's greater London, but Bromley is London. Uh, the reason why I'd say that is it's also got nice greenery area. Uh, okay. Whenever I've been in Bromley, I've not had any bad vibes there. Um, from what I've read, they've got quite good schools as well. And yeah, you can kind of get into main London, you know, maybe a few buses or train. So if I had to live in London... Um, and you asked me this question in a few years' time, it'll probably be a place like Bromley, kind of on the outskirts, but not in the major, in the areas where it's like high, higher paced. Fair play, mate. Fair play. That was fucking hilarious. It's the fact that like Old Kent Road is like the lowest and cheapest thing on the Monopoly board. And the fact that like, <laughs> I, the, the question specifically the said, yeah, it's the brown. It's yeah. literally brown, yeah. I specifically <laughs> said if money wasn't an issue. Yeah, the guy said, "Okay." Yeah, for me, <laughs> not, uh, yeah, for me, it's not like the money issue. Is like if I had no restrictions, or where if if I wanted to, if I wanted to pack up and leave tomorrow, where would I go? And that's not because I would want to move to the area because it's expensive. It's just where I would want to live, regardless of like the house prices. So that's yeah. it. So yeah, I didn't factor in the money part. It's not. Oh my gosh, I can't afford to live in Oakland Road, but it's like. That's the area that if I could pack up today and go, mm. that'd be it. Yeah, that's honourable. I hear that. I hear yeah, that. that is honourable. Um, for me, swiftly, I, bro, both both um, both answers you're so like well well detailed, and I like both of your reasons. Like, yeah, I support both of your reasons. Kai, obviously, for like complete convenience, like everything about Kai's whole like lifestyle, everything yeah. he wants to do, football, socialising, travelling in and out of central London traveling outside of London as well, like through Clapham yeah. Junction and stuff. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously, yeah. Brimmer, for you, you took a more sort of like honorable route. You was like, you want to kind of, you'd like to invest in your old area, yeah. be in amongst it, live it differently to maybe how you lived it when you were younger. Yeah. Mm. Take advantage of like the green spaces, take advantage of like the transport links and networks yeah. and stuff like that as well. And the different cultures that are sort of like hustling and bustling within that kind of area. Yeah. Um, 
And I definitely get what you're saying as well about the whole sort of like planning for the future and where you want to kind of yeah. raise kids and like where you want to settle down and potentially invest as well. Like, cool. Yeah. That's all good. For me, um, I have two as well. Um, and they're quite similar reasons to both of you, I would probably say. It's just areas that I kind of really like and really enjoy being around. One is, um, Kai, you will like this one, but one is actually Victoria. Um, Come on. I feel like, I feel like for me, Victoria obviously is central London. Um, and again, if money wasn't an issue, you'd kind of, for me personally, I'd like to live in, in it, in and amongst yeah. it. Um, so yeah, Victoria being central London, um, obviously got shops, amenities, everything around it. And everything I also you could ever need. Exactly. And I also feel like Victoria, I've always said this to people, I feel as if like the main strip of Victoria, like the actual like Victoria Street where all like the shops are and stuff. It doesn't feel like even London. It almost feels like a bit like New Yorkish because the pavement, the pavements are so yeah, yeah, wide. Yeah. yeah. And then they've got that sort of like underpass thing that you walk through when you're going like you know like House of Fraser, McDonald's, yeah. or that kind of area. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel like a London street. Yeah. Um, and especially when you kind of look down there, you see that there's like a sort of like a plaza. I forget what it's called now, but it's like you you kind of walk inwards and there's like a Nando's in there and an M and S. Oh, Cardinal kind of Place. Cardinal Place. Yeah. You've got all of that going on. You've got the various sort of like terminals for the tube station there now as well. Like, yeah, it's, it's busy, but it's not like a hustle and bustle too much is going on busy. It's like a nice kind of like working pace kind of busy with like the right sort of mix of like retail um, business. But then also you've got a lot of sort of like government work going on down the yeah. end of the road. There's a lot of like government funded buildings Um you know, and a lot of like conference centers where like a lot of like MPs and stuff have to like have their meetings and stuff. So it's brilliant. And then again, one last thing I'll say about this fucking road is like you look down the end of it and you're basically like you're looking at like Parliament Square essentially and like all the way yeah, down yeah. there, like Westminster Cathedral and stuff like that. So it's brilliant. It's brilliant. The aesthetics are yeah. quite quality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really nice. It's like somewhere where, like, if you were like maybe traveling to London for a week or so, you'd want your hotel to kind of be there. Yeah, no um, doubt. Victoria Line, etc., 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 and then trains in and out of the city as well. Um, the Victor- like Victoria goes to like you know south, the south coast yeah. and stuff. So yeah, really good. Um, so that's one for me, and I think look maybe a bit further out and thinking further afield, more of a villagey kind of vibe would be Greenwich for me okay. Okay. Um, but not North Greenwich where like you know everything's all very, relatively new and in my opinion quite empty not much is going on yes yeah I hear that but I really like Greenwich Village where like the market is and where like DLR goes and like you've got all of the oh, yeah. Nando's and the shops and like all the amenities again um, yeah, you've got, like, more... yeah what that's like yeah Cutty Sark yeah yeah so like yeah. you've got that kind of like villagey area there's a lot of green space Greenwich Park yeah, is yeah. like an amazing park Ooh, yeah um, yeah that would be they got Greenwich Park. They got river. Yeah, they got the river. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's all there. Like, and it's it's authentic to me because it's still like South London, and I, you know, yeah. it's SE as well, South East. Yeah. So it's like I've always kind of like been in and amongst South London. I've never really left. So that would be it for me, one hundred percent. And again, very pricey out there. So like, with money not being an issue, I'd be able to do what I want, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and no, I really like that. Speaking of like being from South London and stuff, um, I'd love to hear your take on like or opinions on the differences 
that you kind of find in and around sort of like the different London areas and stuff. Like Kai, obviously you were saying before that you've kind of lived in a particular area and then you've gone to like work in different areas and obviously you've like even like hung out and like socialised in different areas. Do you see sort of like taking away the multiculturalism, do you see sort of like a contrast in the way in which say a 30 plus year old West Londoner acts in comparison to a 30 plus year old North Londoner, for example? I think you definitely, you do see some differences. Um, again, in every area, you're going to get different types of people. That's the kind of city that this is. So you can't really, you can't generalize too much. But um, yeah, I feel like I've spent a lot of time in like different areas, but predominantly it's been kind of central, south and west mainly. A lot of my youth was spent in West London um around uh like hammersmith kind of area fulham that kind of area and then i've worked in kind of like high street kensington you know when i was doing claire's accessories you know i was piercing up ears and that yeah so it's like i've seen different types of people all over in it and then you get the memes of like a typical south londoner stuff like that like you see the memes about a south you know them south london girl memes yeah <laughs> where like i don't know what she's she's getting married and she turns up in a pair of black air forces or something like that yeah, yeah. you know all that so it's like <laughs> <laughs> obviously there's some obviously it's big generalization but there's some relevance to it to a degree you know mm-hmm. yeah um i feel like west london to me feels very safe yeah it feels very safe and nice, you know, nice yeah. and friendly. Mm-hmm. Like all the people that are from there, they are quite nice. They're, they're I don't know, they ain't got any bad blood in them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're just, a lot of them are up for fun as well. Mm-hmm. Going out, drinking, just having a good time. Yeah, um, A lot of nights out in like Shepherd's Bush and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, spent a lot of time in Shepherd's Bush, you know, like before there was Westfields, mm-hmm. before there was Westfields. So I feel like everyone's, it's, I don't know, it's just nice and fre- like nice and friendly, even in the certain areas that you wouldn't say, quote unquote, are nice and friendly. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily, you wouldn't like, you know what I mean? You do get rough areas, even in like Shepherd's Bush and Fulham and stuff like that. Certain estates. I know the, my mate, um, Kalen, that I used, to, I used to stay at his house all the time. I was a teenager. He lived on this estate, Clamatley Estate, and it was notoriously dodgy. Mm-hmm. But it was cool, man. It was cool. Like, you know, you might just walk around the estate and it's like, there's a chance you get robbed. Like, yeah. some geezers will be in a car and say, yeah, yo, yo, hey, rude boy, come over here. But it was, it's, I don't know, it was still nice, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like we could laugh about it like when like if K- when Kaylin hears this like he'll laugh about that so it's like it's i don't know man it was nice uh but i do i love i love those kind of west london areas oh, and then dear. south it depends on how south you really go in it you know mm-hmm. what i mean like I, i've i'm i've been around a lot of south london but my i'm more south central do you know what i mean I don't go into deep, deep south, like Peckham or even further south. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I've got no business there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I know when I used to go to my cousin in Lewisham, um, my cousins live in Lewisham, I used to get on this bus, the 436 bus. And before that, actually, that's the newer one. It was the 36. Yeah. Oh, my days. Yeah, that bus was a mess. And it was when they had the long ones. Remember them long ones? I don't know if the you bendy, remember. The, the bus, bendy the things. Bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before they got, like, decommissioned because they were, like, unsafe. Yeah, for public. yeah, it was mad. Bro, the amount of mad people with all kinds of ailments and status, I don't know, statuses <laughs> on different levels of um, substances used to get on that bus. And I just remember looking at it as a kid, just thinking, this is nuts. Um, and that kind of gave me a little kind of tint of like, yeah, you know, when I go further south, yeah, it gets a bit techy, it gets a bit mad. Obviously, you see the difference in it. You see the difference in like the shops. Because I'm coming from like further into central. So, like when I'm looking around the, the shops and that, I'm looking at Tesco's. I'm looking at um, a nice little corner shop. I'm looking at, uh, it might be a Marks and Spencer, a House of Fraser. But as I'm going on this bus down further towards Lewisham, all I'm seeing is Morley's and fucking off licenses and betting shops bruv so it's like even that kind of plays a little trick in your mind innit and it can like sway the type the people that are in that area like to to, uh, to their behaviours as well innit mm-hmm. yeah um, like when I went to college in, in, in Hammersmith I'd never been to chicken shop so many times in my life mm-hmm. all them man all them Somali dons that I was with yeah yeah they were taking me chicken shop every day, bruv. They're like, come chicken shop, bruv. Come chicken shop. I'll be like, nah, man, I can't do it, man. I ain't got the money, man. I just rinsed my, my last 20 quid on a pair of tracksuit bonds from JD. I can't do it. They're like, it's, it's, it's techie, man. But the differences are nuts. I don't really know about North London too much, innit? I don't really spend yeah. too much time there. But East London, you've got that kind of like, that new East London feel, though. You know, with the like, uh, what's the area like Dalston? Oh, you know, yeah. they're like the Dalston yeah. lot, and the hipsters yeah. and that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking brilliant. Um, I, I, um, I agree with a lot of your your sentiments there. The one thing I want to say quickly about um, before I move to you, Brenda, really quick is like with East London, like I was saying earlier. I feel as if East London was like sort of like the last real sort of like authentic it was like, place. Yeah. Um, you had like the, the authenticity there and you can kind of see it in like some of the artists that are coming out from there even to this day, or especially mm. some of the artists that are in their thirties and stuff. Um, and that's where grime was birthed and stuff like that. So you had like a very sort of like authentic kind of feel of like, this is what London is like and this is how London is. Yeah. Um, and then obviously now as time has gone along obviously gentrification or whatever it's a lot more kind of creative and a lot more sort of like artsy in a sense um and yeah you know the hipster kind of vibe coffee shops galore all these different things going on um before i go into like even more of a sort of like tangent i guess um is there anything you'd like to add to what kai was saying about um, like the differences with like the areas and stuff you've experienced I think you made a good point in terms of like, although London's got a culture in itself, it doesn't really have 
uh, like a, a one way. Um, and due to so many factors, like you said, uh, maybe gentrification and I guess people just kind of moving in and around the city. But I think the difference is, I'd have to say with Kai, like South London kind of gets the rappers, you know, as, as, as the, the, the city where, well, sorry, not the city, the place in London where you don't kind of play with people. It's just the tough people. You know, people mm. are scary down there. I was even watching a football match, um, the Bundesliga football match, actually, the other day. And um, Borussia Dortmund, not the other day, so oh. while the season was on, and this guy basically barged into Jaden Sancho. <laughs> the commentator goes, I wouldn't do that if I was you. He's from <laughs> South London. Yeah, <laughs> I started yeah. cracking up. I saw that clip. And I'd watch yourself with Jaden Sancho as well. He's from South London. And they don't mess about down there. Yeah, that worldwide, that South London is kind of known as that's the part of London where you don't play with the people over there. And I guess, yeah, people kind of use that. Brimmer, sorry, sorry, sorry. Did you see the meme that came from that as well? No, what was Um, that? They were saying that, like, they played the clip and actually said on the meme, um, this is going to be at the intro of every South London rapper's like new mixtape. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And that leads on to my point, which I want to say is like, I guess uh, South Londoners kind of take that, oh yeah, we're known as like the tough guy and kind of run with that image, whether or not they're actually tough. Um, yeah. And obviously I've always lived in South, well, majority of my life lived in South London and as I just, you know, I live in the deep parts that Kyle was telling that's talking about, like the uh, around Peckham, around Lewisham, mm-hmm. etc. And to me, being in it, it doesn't seem like a scary place to me. It just seems like it's just, I guess, what it is, isn't it? Normal, yeah. So I don't see it as everyone's tough or anything like that. But I definitely do see that. I guess people from South London, when they go to another part of London, they kind of want to stand there for you say yeah I'm from South London so be not wary but just just to let you know um I was laughing up about the uh, West London uh thing about like, <laughs> you feel very safe that was so and I, I feel the same way it's like yeah again I hear these um these uh, areas oh my gosh don't go there on this day and I mean I'll gladly walk through West London and I'm not saying this to disrespect anybody I'll, I'll gladly walk through West London <laughs> in my purple hair and in pink tracksuits isn't it and that's because like I don't know like I went to a college um Westminster Kingsway and yeah. these West London guys um that I went to college with I felt they tried so hard to because they knew I was from South London to talk up how dangerous their area was and all the stuff that's going on in there and yeah. to me, it felt like they were maybe compensating or they were trying to persuade when it, there was no persuasion needed. Mm-hmm. But I feel like West London, in that sense, I feel it was very safe. Uh, I feel like the skies are much more bluer there. Yeah. Um, and the difference I'd like to say is that in terms of like the ethnic minority group that's more predom- uh, prominent in that area, I feel it's like more, like I said, Somalians and Arabs, if I'm not mistaken, or be from that kind of region. Whereas in South, am I wrong, Kai? Is it not like no, that? Or? I mean, you get you, I get, got a, about you, get, you get a mix. Yeah, it depends on the areas even within yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. You, you do you do see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas I guess with like South London, it's more like the Africans and Caribbeans, and even that split in between like Southeast and Southwest. Whereas I would say 
on the surface, Southwest is more like Caribbean influence. You've got your Brixtons, Streatham's. Yeah. Um, whereas Southeast, you've got your uh, Peckham's, your Campbell's, mm-hmm. Greenwich, Woolwich, and that's more predominantly African. That's mm. just the generalization. Obviously, you've got little pockets within the yeah. area and stuff like that as well. Um, East London, for me, um, obviously, as uh, Leah mentioned, differences that they had the old school Cockney kind of geezers down there. And obviously, they're slowly fading away and moving elsewhere. Um, but you've got a, you've got, for me, that the identity there is for East London is it's the foundation of what we have um, in, our, in our great country, which is grime. A lot of uh, great grime artists came out of that way of uh, East London. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that they kind of hold on to that. That's where the, 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 birthplace, the birthplace of grime. Mm-hmm. Um, North London is a bit of a funny place. I don't really go to North London that much. Um, it's usually I'm in there, then I'm out of there kind of thing. You know, maybe going through Tottenham and then coming back. I'm not really there for long. So it's hard to kind of pin it's, down what they're it's, identity it's like the opposite side isn't it a lot of people that I speak to or that are from north yeah like I'll speak to them about Clapham or I'll speak to them about south yeah and they just haven't got like they haven't got they'll be like oh, I ain't been there for like years yeah, so it's yeah. I totally get it. like it's just opposite ends isn't it yeah yeah I think Absolutely. east and west are a little bit more I don't know naturally accessible yeah when you're from north and south I think just naturally you, you cross over less. Yeah, because even you think about it, you've got reasons to go to East and uh, West, let's just say you've got the major uh, Westfields, for example, if you're yeah, from South yeah. London. In both of those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in both of those, you've got the one in West and you've got the one in East. Whereas there isn't really much in North that you're going to go down. Yeah, why would, ta- why would I go to North London? I don't know, innit? They've got Tarshish. Yeah. Oh, they've no, got... they got Curvan. Yeah, yeah. You might know about Curvan. I heard of They them. got they're that. Like... Yeah, no, I'd go there for that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, the, the, the well, one of the most recent times I've been to North was for <laughs> a night. Um, I went to Tarshish, and there's one of those What's Tarshish, bro? It's, it's like a fancy little restaurant, and if you, if you follow, like, girls that are, like, Instagram influence, you've probably seen them stood outside. They've got some kind of, like, um, I think it's purple or something like that. They've got some kind of icon, and most people like to take pictures outside of that restaurant. Oh, really? I ain't seen yeah. those. Obviously, when I went there, I saw a huge Turkish, because it was in Turnpike Lane, I saw a huge Turkish influence, uh, Kurdish influence around that area as well, where if you don't really see it much in, like, South London, South East and South West. So I think the difference, as I would say, is, quote-unquote, the ethnic minorities that make up the majority around certain parts of London is, is different, even though there's smaller little pockets each in each area as, as well. So um, that's the main differences I would like to say. But North London, in terms of North London, I haven't been there enough times. And that's the beauty of London as well, because there's parts of London that I'm discovering or, you know, happen to be in and then thinking, oh, right, they've got this going on over here or there's a nice park over here. Um, I feel like I fully still haven't discovered London. And I was reminded of that when I went to Highbury, because Highbury is not a place that's awkward to get to. I've just not really had any reason to go to Highbury. And I discovered nice parks and, you know, the area was it's, it's quite, it's quite beautiful as well. Yeah, man. You know what? So, yeah, I, I, I'm exactly the same. North London is a different world, completely yeah. different world. Um, there's like areas up there, you know, you've got like Wood Green, you've got like all parts of like yeah. Tottenham, Edmonton, like you were saying, Turnpike, Turnpike Lane, Muswell Hill. 
etc yeah. etc et that's like why have, there's never a time in my life when i'm ever going to go there um yeah the only time i've ever had to really venture to north london on a relatively regular basis is because the football team that i support are based in north london um okay. and yeah they got a really nice fancy shiny stadium oh what tottenham and and let's end the podcast Guys, thank you very much. This has been Inside Podcast episode eight. Um, but no, um, yeah, man. I think like I, I really, I really agree with the fact that like once you kind of cross over that river, it just seems like a very just different world yeah. that I can't fathom. I can't even imagine a guy that's my age exactly like me in North London. Like, what shop does that yeah. person go to? What like play? Like, where does that person like hang out? Where does that person yeah. socialize? It just seems like a completely different world. Yeah, I hear that. Um, and it's weird at the beginning of this, like when Kyle was sort of like saying that London is a small place. Part of me wanted to disagree, but then I stopped and Amen. thought, like, yeah. I stopped and thought, like, I don't know. Like, mm. it's a weird one because I feel like London is quite vast in terms of area. Yeah, but I think we may be taken for granted sometimes because, like, yeah, as soon as you jump on a tube, you can be at the arse end of North London in like forty minutes. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or like you could be like deep south, like South Wimbledon or like Collier's Wood or whatever, within like twenty thirty minutes because of the yeah. tube. Do you know what I'm saying? But then I think like from an area perspective, I think like London is quite vast. Um, it yeah. is quite big. But then when Kyle was then talking about like the population versus like the actual area i was yeah. like okay no yeah it is quite dense in a sense mm. like we all kind of, we are kind of living on top of each other to a degree mm. um but yeah it's it's mad and then <laughs> the west london stuff shit like yeah for me um historically um west london and i'm talking like historically in terms of my life not before me yeah. Has always just been known as like, yeah, it's just stylish people, yeah. say very leafy environments. Um, like when you think of Ealing or like mm. um, Chiswick, yeah, like, yeah, Turnham Green or something like that. You just think you just think of houses and parks and greenery and like little villages. Yeah. That's all I think about. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I don't think of anything crazy. I mean, if you want to look at it from more of like a city perspective, you've got, like you said, Shepherd's Bush, Labyrinth Grove, Notting Hill. Yeah. Yes, things are going on there. Yes, there's a grittiness. The one thing that a lot of people say about London is the best way to compare it is like by looking at Notting Hill and where you've got like million pound houses on one side of the road and then you've got yeah. like home, homeless shelters and homeless people on the other side of the road. Yeah. It's literally, if you walk down Notting Hill, you see that disparity like in broad daylight. Yeah. So there is roughness. But there is just something about West London which is just a bit like safe. Like the story that Kai said was like, "There's guys that were like gonna rob us, but it was happy. It was okay." Like that made yeah, me laugh. Yeah. That made <laughs> me really laugh. It's like they're the most disarmed guys in the world. Yeah. Um, that was funny. East London touched on it. Originally authentic, now very sort of like hipster and creative. Um, yeah. But gave birth to a lot of the authenticity that we have in this country now, and the things that we celebrate to this day. Yeah. Um, and then south is south and again yeah. from a historical perspective again in my life south was known as somewhere where a lot of people were scared to come um yeah. and i can tell Definitely. you for free that a lot of those grand artists did not want to do shows in brixton they did yeah. not want to do their shows at that fridge in brixton or like yeah. you know brixton academy dare i say yeah. um it was a place where a lot of people were almost scared to come so it's like 
a lot of people will have their sort of like beefs. Let's say even like the northwest area, which has like a lot of creative creativity going on there at the moment. Yeah. And yeah. that that almost is like a, a place on its own. They don't kind really, of different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't regard themselves as West Londoners as, or North yeah. London or North. Yeah, yeah, it's its own thing. And obviously, they've got the Wembley Stadium there. They've got a lot of things happening for them over there as well, like a, a lot of like money. But they have a very similar sort of like substance that South has as well, in my opinion. But yeah. even in areas like that, where you've got like rival gangs or beefing with each other, so to speak. Like yeah. east versus east, or like northwest versus northwest, they could like be doing the most dangerous stuff to each other. No one wanted to come down here. No yeah. one wanted to. And I think like there's almost a trophy that comes with that. I guess from like a street perspective, but at the same time, and I, I want to one day get into this. When you look at gentrification, you look at the stuff that has gone on over the last ten to fifteen years in the city. Yeah, does any of that shit really matter? Because at the end of the day, when the government click their fingers, you've got to, you've got to hop it to Kent or like Essex. You've got to sling your hook, and yeah, yeah. we could we could just move a bunch of people from out of town. In you know what I mean, so all that shit, postcode wars, whatever, yeah, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Kai, you made an excellent point where you just have to take like the one eight five, the thirty six, the four three six um, bus. And you see, you see it just like continuously getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Like your day just gets more and more grey. Like it's beaming with sun, yeah, and then it gets worse and worse. And it's just like the shops as well. A lot of sort of like ran down independent shops. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of kind of people just trying to get yeah, by. that independent thing. Yeah. yeah, rustling a bit of feathers together to try and get by. Trying to I mean? sell carpets, all sorts of stuff. But like, like even stuff. you get more like authentic food, like. I'm, I'm sure you'd get more Caribbean or Jamaican food in Lewisham than you'd get in, I don't know, uh, Vauxhall. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, I d- mm-hmm. No, no, 100%. That's the thing. Like, you you hit the nail on the head, Brim, where you were talking about, like, in the southeast, a lot of the diaspora is very, like, African, um, specifically West African. Yeah. Um, and obviously in Woolwich, you've got, like, African and Somali as well. Yeah. West, in Woolwich, sorry. And then obviously in South in Southwest London, it is very, very Caribbean, predominantly Jamaica. Yeah. Um and therefore, yeah, they may be living in rundown situations and they may be in situations where it could be potentially dangerous and it's doggy dog and like it's yeah. crime or whatever, but they have the best market for, you know, authentic Caribbean food, or if yeah. you need like even like hair products and stuff like that, you've got to go, even if you want to go sometimes buy a hairbrush, you can't buy certain yeah. hairbrushes in like West London, like, you know, yeah. central London and stuff. You've got to go yeah, to like, real. you've got to go to the hair shop in Peckham to get the right thing yeah, for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's, that's London, isn't it? A melting pot, a gift and a curse, like yeah. different diasporas of people have all been stuck in this one environment in order to survive. Um, you know, you even go to like Harrow, and there's like a huge like Asian community there. Yeah. Um, and they have to do their thing. And like, yeah, yeah. The, the Chinese obviously have like Chinatown and, and whatnot. The Jewish have like Golders Green. Yeah. Cetera, what's, cetera, what's another cetera. what's another area? I remember one time I went to this area and all I saw was Jewish people. Is it yeah. East London? It was like North, I would have thought. North. It was yeah. North. It's like Golden Hill. Stamford Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. Stamford Hill, Golders Green. Green. Yeah. Yeah, all that Brent and stuff. Yeah, they have In my day to day. Nah. You wouldn't see I, I don't I don't see Jew, I don't see Jewish people, but 
I went there and that's uh, the only people I really saw were Jewish. Yeah. 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 Even, Crazy, even from it? that, even from the advertising boards and stuff like that, mm. they, like I used to work in advertising, they will have specific advertisements for their right. community. It's for them. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. synagogues. There's synagogues everywhere. Yeah. And they, they police their own areas. They run their own areas. Like yeah, the way in which they, yeah, they have their own shit going on. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that's what you kind of get with London as well. You have like, a lot of disorganized chaos where a bunch of people are together, but then you also have like a lot yeah. of organized chaos as well, where yeah. a bunch of people are just like put together. I hear that. And they don't have no business talking to you. Like you just go about your business in Stafford <laughs> Hill. They're like, yeah. with, they're within their own community. It's, it's mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also very interesting. Mm. Um, guys, this has been epic. Um, and the thing is like, the reason why I say it's epic as well is because again, uh, listeners, we are like really, uh, proud and like highly, um, you know, excited London centric guys. Um, we enjoy obviously living in our city. We're from this city. We're lucky to be from this city. And that's why we talk about it with so much passion. Um, we can also talk about the dislikes and the likes as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. This has been the Call Center podcast, episode 18. Um, Brimmer, where can the people then find you? Find me on Instagram. That's uh, Mr. 17.5, M-I-S-T-E-R, 17.5, only socials I'm on. Love that. Kai, where can people find you? Find me on YouTube. Find me on Instagram. Just search my name, Kai Galligan. There's only one Kai Galligan. Jeez. God, I love it. I love that. There's only one. There's only one with the first name and the last name. That's it. And then me, of course. (laughs) Um, the broke baller underscore um, Instagram, Twitter. I talk a lot of shit on Twitter, so yeah, get at me, man. Especially for yes. Um But yeah, and also um, at the Call Center podcast um, on Instagram as well. Um, you will not be disappointed. Soon, soon, soon enough, you'll be seeing a lot more sort of like features on there, um, and we'll be communicating with you a lot through there as well. Um, but yeah, guys, this has been great. Have a great evening. Peace. Peace, guys. Peace.